Section 5 of The Adventures of Reddy Fox. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Leader. The Adventures of Reddy Fox by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter 19. Unc Billy Possum Gives Warning. What's the matter with you, Unc Billy? You look as if you had lost your last friend. It was Jimmy Skunk who spoke. Unc Billy Possum stopped short. He had been hurrying so fast that he hadn't seen Jimmy Skunk at all. Mad enough, sir, mad enough, said Unc Billy Possum, when he could get his breath. Do you hear that noise? Sure I hear that noise. That's only Bowser the Hound chasing old Granny Fox. When she gets tired, she'll lose him replied Jimmy Skunk. What are you worrying about Bowser the Hound for? Bowser the Hound will have to be smarter than he is now before he can worry me, I reckon, said Unc Billy Possum scornfully. It isn't Bowser the Hound. It's Farmer Brown's boy and his gun. Then Unc Billy told Jimmy Skunk how he had been hiding in the woodpile at Farmer Brown's and had heard Farmer Brown's boy say that he was going to hunt over the green meadows and through the green forest until he got Reddy Fox. "'What of it?' asked Jimmy Skunk. "'If he gets Reddy Fox, so much the better. Reddy always did make trouble for other people. I don't see what you're worrying about Reddy Fox for. He's big enough to take care of himself.' "'You certainly are plumb slow in your wits this morning, Jimmy Skunk. "'You certainly are plumb slow. "'Supposin' you should meet up with Farmer Brown's boy with that gun in his hands, "'and supposin' he had grown tired of watchin' for Reddy Fox. "'That gun might go off, Jimmy Skunk. "'It might go off when it was pointin' right straight at you,' said Unc Billy Possum. "'Jimmy Skunk looked serious.' "'That's so, Unc Billy, that's so,' he said. "'Boys with guns do get dreadfully careless, dreadfully careless. "'They don't seem to think anything about the feelings of those likely to get hurt when the gun goes off. "'What was you thinking of doing, Unc Billy?' "'Just passing the wood along so everybody in the green meadows and in the green forest "'will keep out of the way of Farmer Brown's boy,' replied Unc Billy Possum. "'Good idea, Unc Billy. I'll help you,' said Jimmy Skunk. So Unc Billy Possum went one way, and Jimmy Skunk went another way, and everyone they told hurried to tell someone else. Happy Jack Squirrel told Chatterer the Red Squirrel, Chatterer told Striped Chipmunk, and Striped Chipmunk told Danny Meadow Mouse. Danny Meadow Mouse told Johnny Chuck. Johnny Chuck told Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit told Jumper the Hare. Jumper the Hare told Prickly Porky. Prickly Porky told Bobby Coon. Bobby Coon told Billy Mink. Billy Mink told Little Joe Otter. Little Joe Otter told Jerry Muskrat. And Jerry Muskrat told Grandfather Frog. And everybody hastened to hide from Farmer Brown's boy and his terrible gun. By and by, Farmer Brown's boy noticed how still it was in the green forest. Nowhere did he see or hear a bird. Nowhere could he catch a glimpse of anybody who wore fur. And that fox must have scared away all the other animals and driven away all the birds. I'll get him. See if I don't, muttered Farmer Brown's boy, and never once guessed that they were hiding from him. 
End of chapter 19. Chapter 20. Old Granny Fox Makes a Mistake. Old Granny Fox was running through the overgrown old pasture, way up back of Farmer Brown's. She was cross and tired and hot, for it was a very warm day. Behind her came Bowser the Hound, his nose in Granny's tracks, and making a great noise with his big voice. Granny Fox was cross because she was tired. She hadn't done much running lately, and she didn't mind running when the weather was cold, but now— "'Oh, dear, it is hot,' sighed old Granny Fox as she stopped a minute to rest. Now, old Granny Fox is very, very smart and very, very wise. She knows all the tricks with which foxes fool those who try to catch them. She knew that she could fool Bowser the Hound and puzzle him so that he wouldn't be able to follow her track at all. But she wasn't ready to do that yet. No, indeed. Old Granny Fox was taking great care to see that her tracks were easy to follow. She wanted Bowser the Hound to follow them, although it made her tired and hot and cross. Why did she? Well, you see, she was trying to lead him, and with him, Farmer Brown's boy, far, far away from the home where Reddy Fox was nursing the wounds that he had received when Farmer Brown's boy had shot at him a few days before. Bow, wow, wow, roared Bowser the Hound, following every twist and turn which Granny Fox made, just as she wanted him to. Back and forth across the old pasture, and way up among the rocks on the edge of the mountain, Granny Fox led Bowser the Hound. It was a long, long, long way from the green meadows and the green forest. Granny Fox had made it a long way purposely. She was willing to be tired herself if she could also tire Bowser the Hound and Farmer Brown's boy. She wanted to tire them so that when she finally puzzled and fooled them and left them there, they would be too tired to go back to the green meadows. By and by Granny Fox came to a hole in the ground, an old house that had once belonged to her grandfather. Now this old house had a back door hidden close beside the hollow trunk of a fallen tree. Old Granny Fox just ran through the house, out the back door, through the hollow tree, and then jumped into a little brook where there was hardly more than enough water to wet her feet. Walking in the water, she left no scent in her tracks. Bowser the Hound came roaring up to the front door of the old house. Granny's tracks led right inside, and Bowser grew so excited that he made a tremendous noise. At last he had found where Granny Fox lived. At least he thought he had. He was sure that she was inside, for there were her fresh tracks going inside and none coming out. Bowser the Hound never once thought of looking for a back door. If he had, he wouldn't have been any the wiser, because, you know, old Granny Fox had slipped away through the hollow tree trunk. Granny Fox grinned as she listened to the terrible fuss Bowser was making. Then, when she had rested a little, she stole up on the hill where she could look down and see the entrance to the old deserted house. She watched Bowser digging and barking. After a while, a worried look crept into the face of old Granny Fox. "'Where's Farmer Brown's boy? I thought surely he would follow Bowser the Hound,' she muttered. End of Chapter 20 Chapter 21 Reddy Fox disobeys. 
when old Granny Fox had sent Reddy Fox into the house and told him to stay there until she returned home, he had not wanted to mind. But he knew that Granny Fox meant just what she said, and so he had crawled slowly down the long hall to the bedroom, way underground. Pretty soon Reddy Fox heard a voice. It was very faint, for you know Reddy was in his bedroom way underground, but he knew it. He pricked up his ears and listened. It was the voice of Bowser the Hound, and Reddy knew by the sound that Bowser was chasing Granny Fox. Reddy grinned. He wasn't at all worried about Granny Fox, not the least little bit. He knew how smart she was, and that whenever she wanted to, she could get rid of Bowser the Hound. Then a sudden thought popped into Reddy's head, and he grew sober. Granny did feel trouble coming, just as she said, he thought. Then Reddy Fox curled himself up and tried to sleep. He intended to mind and not put his little black nose outside until old Granny Fox returned. But somehow Reddy couldn't get to sleep. His bedroom was small, and he was so stiff and sore that he could not get comfortable. He twisted and turned and fidgeted. The more he fidgeted, the more uncomfortable he grew. He thought of the warm sunshine outside and how comfortable he would be stretched out full length on the doorstep. It would take the soreness out of his legs. Something must have happened to Granny to keep her so long. If she had known that she was going to be gone such a long time, she wouldn't have told him to stay until she came back, thought Reddy. By and by Reddy Fox crept a little way up the long, dark hall. He could just see the sunlight on the doorstep. Pretty soon he went a little bit nearer. He wasn't going to disobey old Granny Fox. Oh, no, no, indeed. She had told him to stay in the house until she returned. She hadn't said that he couldn't look out. Reddy crawled a little nearer to the open door and the sunlight. Granny Fox is getting old and timid, just as if my eyes aren't as sharp as hers. I'd like to see Farmer Brown's boy get near me when I am really on the watch said Reddy Fox to himself, and then he crept a little nearer to the open door. How bright and warm and pleasant it did look outside! Reddy just knew that he would feel ever and ever so much better if he could stretch out on the doorstep. He could hear Jenny Wren fussing and scolding at someone or something, and he wondered what it could be. He crept just a wee bit nearer. He could hear Bowser's voice, but it was so faint that he had to prick up his sharp little ears and listen with all his might to hear it at all. Granny's led them way off on the mountain. Good old Granny, thought Reddy Fox. Then he crawled right up to the very doorway. He could still hear Jenny Wren scolding and fussing. What does ail her? If it's hot or if it's cold, Jenny Wren will always scold. From morn till night, the whole day long, her limber tongue is going strong. I'm going to find out what it means, said Reddy, talking to himself. Reddy Fox poked his head out and looked straight into the freckled face of Farmer Brown's boy and the muzzle of that dreadful gun. End of chapter 21 Chapter 22 Old Mr. Buzzard's Keen Sight
Old Granny Fox had thought that when she fooled Bowser the Hound up in the old pasture on the edge of the mountain, she could take her time going home. She was tired and hot, and she had planned to pick out the shadiest paths going back. She had thought that Farmer Brown's boy would soon join Bowser the Hound when Bowser made such a fuss about having found the old house into which Granny Fox had run. But Farmer Brown's boy had not yet appeared, and Granny Fox was getting worried. Could it be that he had not followed Bowser the Hound after all? Granny Fox went out on a high point and looked, but she could see nothing of Farmer Brown's boy and his gun. Just then old Mr. Buzzard came sailing down out of the blue, blue sky and settled himself on a tall, dead tree. Now, Granny Fox hadn't forgotten how old Mr. Buzzard had warned Peter Rabbit just as she was about to pounce on him, but she suddenly thought that old Mr. Buzzard might be of use to her. So old Granny Fox smoothed out her skirts and walked over to the foot of the tree where old Mr. Buzzard sat. "'How do you do today, neighbor Buzzard?' inquired Granny Fox, smiling up at old Mr. Buzzard. "'I'm so as to be up and about, thank you.' replied old Mr. Buzzard, spreading his wings out so that air could blow under them. "'My!' exclaimed old Granny Fox. "'What splendid great wings you have, Mr. Buzzard! It must be grand to be able to fly. I suppose you can see a great deal from way up there in the blue, blue sky, Mr. Buzzard?' Old Mr. Buzzard felt flattered. "'Yes,' said he. I can see all that's going on on the green meadows and in the green forest. Oh, Mr. Buzzard, you don't really mean that, exclaimed old Granny Fox, just as if she wanted to believe it but couldn't. Yes, I can, replied old Mr. Buzzard. Really, Mr. Buzzard? Really? Oh, I can't believe that your eyes are so sharp as all that. Now I know where Bowser the Hound is and where Farmer Brown's boy is, but I don't believe you can see them," said Granny Fox. Old Mr. Buzzard never said a word, but spread his broad wings, and in a few minutes he had sailed up, 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 until he looked just like a tiny speck to old Granny Fox. Now old Granny Fox had not told the truth when she said she knew where Farmer Brown's boy was. She thought she would trick old Mr. Buzzard into telling her. In a few minutes down came old Mr. Buzzard. "'Bowser the Hound is up in the old back pasture,' said he. "'Right!' cried old Granny Fox, clapping her hands. "'And where is Farmer Brown's boy?' "'Farmer Brown's boy is—' Old Mr. Buzzard paused. "'Where? Where?' asked Granny Fox so eagerly that old Mr. Buzzard looked at her sharply. "'You said you knew, so what's the use of telling you?' said old Mr. Buzzard. Then he added, "'But if I was you, I'd certainly would get home right smart soon.' "'Why, oh, do, do tell me what you saw, Mr. Buzzard,' begged Granny Fox. But old Mr. Buzzard wouldn't say another word, so old Granny Fox started for home as fast as she could run. "'Oh, dear, I do hope Reddy Fox minded me and stayed in the house,' she muttered. End of chapter 22 and end of section 5 Recording by John Leader, Bloomington, Illinois